0: So up next on the Ue Internet Nothing yet podcast we have someone who is this raw energy that just doesn't come out in her tracks when you're listening to them on whatever streaming service that you fancy but also in her live performances too. People have wrote about her she's been playing on radio stations all across Ireland She has done loads of live performances collaborations and her music is intimate genuine and seemingly unfiltered one just drifts away into a soundscape that soothes you. She's also a fellow ginger so what's not to like it's Becky McNeish. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness, fellow ginger! Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I, I am correct in saying the last time I checked, um, you had ginger hair.
1: No, I was actually going to ask you. You know, I was going to say, like, are you? Would you classify yourself as ginger? Cause oh, it's
0: oh, I would. Bottom. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, now, okay, in the video that we're on at the moment, I mean, it looks, I don't know what color it is. The quality, <laughs> the quality wouldn't be <laughs> deadly,
1: but like, <laughs> the, the hairs in my
0: arms are definitely orange. Like, <laughs>
1: no, no, that's all that matters. Yeah.
0: I hope you're well. I hope you're well. I suppose for anybody that's listening that doesn't know you or who haven't heard of you before, what's your gig? What's the crack? What do you do with yourself?
1: Um, I'm Becky McNeese. I'm a, a pop artist, I would say, kind of general, like pop artist from Belfast. Um, I usually write proper sad tunes. <laughs> haven't got like, happy yet, but it's to come once I once I become happy, only <laughs> <laughs> really messing. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I produce, I write, um, I play guitar, trying to play a couple more wee instruments, and just generally just muck about with the music.
0: For play, for play. Well, you're mucking about pretty well because everything sounding everything sounded pretty good from one, from where I'm hearing. You know, looking into and um, some of the music that is put out and all those things. Uh, can I assume that you didn't come from a musical family that you're, you know, you're self-taught and a lot of this is just off your own back, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say. I don't think there was anyone really too musical in my, like, immediate family. So, yeah, I'd say it was all kind of just off my own interest and, like, my granny would have sang and all and whatever else. So I always had it kind of there. I'm, uh, she would have done, like, church singing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, a yeah. Uh, and and I would, But my sister... <laughs> Actually, um, she's a, like she sings as well. She'd be more like musical theater kind of, mm-hmm. an an actual good singer. But um, in terms of nobody, nobody in the immediate family.
0: Yeah, Your your sister has like loads of other people who sing with her in when they're putting on a play. Do you know what I mean? So she sort of yeah can, can cover any bum notes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay no, she, actually. She'd put me to shame, like, if anyone heard. So hopefully she never put herself out there because I'd be out of business.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I highly doubt that. And if she is listening, I'm sure you're absolutely brilliant, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: she is. She is
0: but, you know, w- like we, I think, and I've asked a lot of artists this before, you know, we, we live in a world when you're putting yourself out there and whatever art you do, whether it be singing or whether it be painting or whether you're making clothes or whatever, whatever it is that, you know, there's a massive focus on always being reactive, always putting, producing stuff constantly, always being on social media. And I think we live because of that in this like age of like this heightened social anxiety. Um, And it took you a while to like present yourself in terms of your music to the world and like to put your name on it. Is this just like, do you think anyway this is like just a universal fear that we all have of, Like being like accepted or something. Like, you know, if I, if I write something, you know, I could say, I would sit on it for a while before I would even share it with like any friends or family to be like, read that and say, tell me what you think.
1: Yeah. I think like, yeah, I do think that's just like human sort of nature and probably made worse by all social media and all that stuff. But Mm. I definitely think like, you also have a, a different ear for your own stuff or a different eye for your own stuff than everyone else does. You know what I mean? Especially because it's like, you've had an expectation of what you want to make and then you maybe haven't got there, okay. but you've to someone else. That's the first time that they're seeing it. So they don't, they have no expect expectation. They're just seeing the the final product. You know what I mean? And it's uh-huh. still amazing and to them. So definitely do think it's just a, it's just a, like you just have to kind of tell yourself like, that those kind of thoughts aren't really real because it's not I don't know if you to me if you write something and you like it for one one second that's all that matters and even if you hate it after that do you know what I mean you've still experienced like you've still thought it's it's still good do you know what I mean that's what I go off anyway because I'll I'll go through phases of like hate and stuff I'll write something I think it's the bee's knees for weeks and then I'll be like no that's so embarrassing but you have to kind of take yourself back to the you liked it for a reason, do you know what I mean? And someone else is going to have that feeling and probably sit with it a lot longer and like a lot differently than you are or whatever. But yeah, I do think it's just one of them things everyone gets.
0: Fair play. That's think that's, that's, that's incredibly insightful answer, do you know? And I've never actually, when you say that, I don't know, because I'm not a singer, I'm not a musician, I just appreciate other people um <laughs> um being, you know, daily at singing or or, or playing an instrument or whatever. That you, I never actually thought about your you're looking at it and you're listening to it in with a different eye, your own eye, and not the eye of the, the yeah. person that's receiving it, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it's a different, different game altogether.
0: I, I was going to ask as well that when you were starting out, you were sort of helped or encouraged by, and please correct me if I'm wrong, it's like a collective of like-minded women in music. Is it called Girl Code?
1: Yes, that was back in the day. Like That was when I first started um, m- making music, even. And doing gigs and all was with Girl Code in Belfast. Mm. Um, First gig and all I went to, I just sang me covers and everything. Was too scared to like sing my own tunes. But that was from got that opportunity from the ones at Girl Code. Um, So I would, and then I think for like till maybe like halfway through lockdown or something because that I started music at like end of twenty nineteen. Well, not started music, but started kind of putting myself out there in Belfast, and uh, then sort of unlucky time because then COVID hit like a few months later
0: mm. and
1: that was kind of, because Court was doing events and all, like probably once once a month maybe Um and just like we were all pals and like do, doing this and that together and then COVID hit and it kind of put a bit of a just a stop to everything to be honest, so mm. then that, and then everyone went their separate ways after a year, because obviously COVID lasted years, of so course. like everyone was kind of just moved on from it at that point and then um, went their separate ways, but I'm still in touch with
0: them. And... there's there was other there was one down south, I think, over COVID times was it Irish Women in Harmony. It was called, um, and they they had put out they had put out a track, um, mm-hmm. a just collective of just Irish singer singer songwriters. Is it important yes. to you as an artist to like support other women and be supportive of women in the industry because you know? We there's been statistics out this week, uh, like of revelations and uh, like, see Annie Mack for example, who's you know an Irish DJ and incredibly brilliant uh, broadcaster and presenter, who was speaking this this week or last week, I think it was, about you know women are still not not valued at all uh, the way men are and are are always set always they're always been second guessed they're always been treated not equally at all whatsoever. So is it something that's important to you? Is it something you think about? Is it just something that's there all the time?
1: yes I think about it all the time to be honest it's just like being surrounded by so many women that make music as well as like so many men that make music and then haven't been in different situations and just whether it's like being made to feel uncomfortable being made mm. to feel stupid less than or like even just kind of in people's shadow even like collabing with like a lot of the because even in my sort of earlier stages of making music i would have just like sang a lot of hooks for rappers and everything yeah. and like they some of them i'm not sure if it's if they mean to or not but some people just don't once you're on a tune with like you're the backup singer or like you're just yeah. the girl on the song to make the, the fellas like stand out you know what i mean so it's like something i think about all the time to be honest but um a lot of the like for example Dana from girl code dina nuxa i don't know if you would remember her um she uh she lives in egypt now but she was when she was in belfast she was djing and rapping and everything and um she was like running girl code in belfast yes yes and then she would be probably one of my i would say like a mentor kind of figure to me over the years just on how to like not take any shit from (laughs) you know what i mean people yeah and mostly fellows, to be honest, that are trying to kind of like put you down or make you feel like you're not, not as good as as you are really. And then Alicia, my manager and good friend and another artist as well, um, has been she, uh, been managed by Alicia for about a year now or maybe over. And then friends for longer. And yes. again, she's also um sort of taught me a lot of how to just be, do you know what I mean? And, and also open my eyes to a lot of the things that are, like, wrong, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like...
0: But you wouldn't have noticed this
1: a Yeah, it's the things that you wouldn't even, or that you would just take as, like, because I want to do this, I need to take this kind of treatment, yeah. or okay. this kind of treatment is normal, such and such dealt with this, so you just have to kind of suck it up. But, yes, yeah, always... And I was, even in London the other week, I was, um, had, like, an interesting conversation with someone. We were in a session. I was, we were writing and um he said that because i was just like making a wee beat and all i was the producer of the session do you know what i mean okay yeah and um it was a man that was in writing with us and lovely fella brilliant fella but he was saying like that was the first time he'd been and he's written for loads of people do you know what i mean loads uh-huh. of experience but it was the first time he'd been in the in like walked into a studio where there's been like a, a woman producer and they haven't like got up and let the man take over, if you know what I mean? And I just yeah, thought, like, uh, that's crazy. That's why. I, and it's maybe because I'm I'm not in London, like, making loads of stuff with loads of people, and I'm not in the room with loads of people that are, like, that intimidating or whatever. But it's just mad that, like, that is. And I get the how those women feel, because that's been me so many times, where I've just, like, got up and been, like, mm, you can kind of use no more than me, or, like, are, you sound mm. like you are so smart, so, like, you go ahead. But, yeah, there's just so much so much so many levels to it that i, I just think about it all the time like definitely and it's it's very important to me to kind of keep just mentioning it bringing it mm-hmm. up and just telling everyone like it actually is kind of not fair here like and even just the amount of like women coming out of ireland music wise like there's the the men are uh, do get more attention that's just yeah. to me that's the facts. apart from jazzy she's really doing it right now <laughs> yeah, but that, to me, that's, like, do you know what you mean then? like that's like an edge case scenario like Mm. it just doesn't happen without like maybe a lot of even judgment and all and a lot of like oh you're not as good as you think you are and this and that
0: it's obviously something that you're passionate about and i want to come on to some specific songs in a minute because i have a few that i really like and i want to then talk as i said earlier about sort of your collaboration recently in the ep and such things but does any of that because i think a lot of your songs are about heartbreak right so or at least I, I get mm-hmm. that they're like love songs. So I'm like, number one, who is breaking your heart all the time? Because do we need to, do we need to find them and have an issue here? Like you know, uh, but oh, like, seriously, you, know, <laughs>
1: you can sort them out for me.
0: <laughs> no, well I can't. I I couldn't beat eggs in a bowl. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, uh, but I know somebody. I know somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: So a lot of the songs are about because the whole reason I sort of like started writing music is number one because I was just obsessed with I just couldn't believe people wrote lyrics and that they all fit together and they all rhymed and they like, were lovely melodies and all so I just found it fascinating but on top of that like I was went through kind of like a like a really not lonely period I would say in school but just because I was Dealing with struggling with being gay and everything, and oh my goodness, like I couldn't tell anyone about this, and like there was not a lot of my kind of feelings that I could share with my friends that that they would share. You know, talking about going with boys and this and that, and I just couldn't. There was no one that I related to or felt like I could say, oh, "Here's what I'm feeling today," like without being judged whatever. So I just started writing it down, and like also so that came became like a big part of the tunes and it's kind of like just not recycled but I would say a lot of it also is like like I'll start writing a song and then all this other stuff will come into my head and I'll kind of just fit it into the song Mm -hmm. but it's maybe it's maybe about friendships or my parents or x y and z like a lot of different stuff I just find like everything is about love like at the end of the day such a cringy thing to say but like no, everything all, no. really is about that's what what it's all about for me mm. and whether it's people things hobbies like it's just all, to me it's like every second of life is just about your feelings and love and whatever um but I keep. I've been keeping myself to myself to go back to the actual question. I've sort of been, <laughs> um, kind of just. I've a, like a quite not lonely. I wouldn't say lonely. I would say lonely mm-hmm. in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The past and years, I've been really trying to you, keep, my, keep to myself.
0: You're happy Sorry in your own myself. in your own company as well.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's like through. I've always been. That's what music that's what music did for me because I wasn't ha- happy in my own company for a while because I was always worried about you know being gay and what everyone was gonna think and all this like all the rest of it in hindsight stupid stuff to be worried about but at the time it was so yeah. real so music really brought me into like it just became like my wee friend that- that's kind of it so I-, <laughs> I always feel like there's something there because I've got the music and I've got I'm always just go and set up my laptop and make away something, play my wee guitar, like it's just always there. So I'm not in like a like, weird, like, nobody, like, yeah, I'm a loner, <laughs> I know. like, I, I, love I love it so much, mm. but. There are a few. There are a few people that like to get on my nerves. Stack and won't lie, so I have to write a wee song about them once in a while.
0: Of course, of course. Let let the you can't let the anger out with your fists. You know what I mean. So you let the anger out with yeah. words. I love it. I love it. I love it. You, have to. you know, I gone through your music. There, there's a particular sort of sound. And um, if I'm right, or and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm I'm wrong most of the time. Um, that you. <coughs> You work with a producer called Eulogy, is that correct? Yeah. And you know, I always wonder how artists, very talented people like yourself, work together. How does it work? Do they do you know? Do you clash? Is it just about collaboration? And then I was thinking to myself, right, because you know, when I was growing up, quite a religious background. You know, whatever. Um, it it is what it is. And the word eulogy pretty much means praise or to speak highly. Um, so does. I I assume anyway because you've worked with him for a while now that you know him as a producer complements your work.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think um, even a lot of my like so in the earlier kind of like twenty nineteen first mm. tune that I was recording and everything, I was really just coming and playing guitar, wee things on my acoustic guitar, and um, eulogy was making an entire beat or like an entire instrumental around it Uh um and then obviously recording the vocals and all that and i kind of feel like if it wasn't for that you'll kind of taking his um own idea or like putting his own spin on my songs Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have went down the sort of path that i have just with like tastes and learning about different music and i've kind of learned a lot of my produ- production skills from eulogy as well, like just sitting watching them because for about five years I've been just sitting in his wee studio, like <laughs> and for like for years I was just literally just watching them couldn't couldn't really do anything apart from say like oh this could sound like this or whatever. Mm. So I've been kind of like led by the hand of it by you, yeah. Um, but as a friend, obviously, had... and,
0: and as a collaborator, you know, yeah,
1: yeah like seriously and I would I would be the one writing the lyrics and um most most of the time doing like the kind of composition of the Uh beat but you would be putting everything together in terms of like drums just the way you uh works with like the way programs drums is just it's always it always is awesome do you know what I mean has a good wee bit of like I don't know swing or like I just like I just like the way he thinks yeah. In that kind of sense um, And I've Kind of Like even when I'm Making my own beats and stuff And You can you can tell that You're, you're responsible for this There's you know an mean? influence like, like, Yeah yeah
0: yeah Are you enjoying though If you're doing me asking Are you enjoying Doing some of the Producing yourself And are you enjoying that journey Because I think in anything yeah. That we do in life You know nobody, is, nobody knows everything You know Initially when they start so obviously it's, it's it's about progression. It's about learning tricks of the trade. It's about trying things that work and then sometimes they don't work. Are you enjoying that process?
1: Loving it. It's so frustrating, but also like 80% of the time, it's it's actually like, there's no better feeling than just making something, throwing down like a few wee melodies or like vocals on it and then thinking like, this is a really good idea. And then you're excited, keep going and it's your direction. You have the control yeah. of the buttons you know what you want to put in or whatever. Like it's a whole different ball game sort of when it comes, like now working with you used to be I would, he would kind of lead the way with the production, but now I would usually make a demo on my my laptop and then come in and send it to him on his computer and he'll more or less just mix it and add wee bits and pieces to kind of fill it out. But it's a lot of my own my own beats like or my mm-hmm. own instrumentals kinda mm-hmm. these days. Um what was the question? Was, is? Oh well, am uh, I enjoying yes, that's the good. quick answer.
0: Well well, well I look I'm I'm glad and it's obvious from listening to you that, you know, it's 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 just like a natural passion that just oozes out of you. Um and like I think yeah. talking to anybody about whatever subject matter they're interested in, you know it's, it's, it's great to hear that people have passion for it, but I, I gotta ask about some of the tracks now. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel it we're, Go like ahead. me and you sitting here taking a pint, just talking shit about, about music. Oh, so, no. you know, <laughs> I need to, which is a good thing, which is a good thing, of course, but I need to ask about some of the tracks to... because yes, somebody may be tuning in wanting to know about particular tracks next to you. I think it was released in 2001. Um, It's it's probably one of my favorites of yours. If I'm, you know, I, I'm just sort of wondering how, how it came about, if you can remember, or what was the what was the, the the feeling behind that one because you've released a lot of music like i was going through and i was like there's a lot of there's like a lot of songs here like each obviously uh, yeah. different and layered to the next and i was like i was, just, I was like trying to take notes in yeah. my notepad and all trying to be like okay but this is for this one and, you know.
1: seriously i've went through too many eras to be honest at this point like next day i made that one it was I think twenty what year was it? Twenty twenty-one or something. I think it was um, twenty
0: one, but you know, I mean I I've been wrong before. <laughs>
1: I think it was, um I think I I made that one with Sparview. Have you heard of Spire
0: I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: Uh he is a producer um from I think he's from Bangor, but he's in Belfast now. Uh-huh. Um did that like so disappointed, like a Hanky's from Banger God, love buddies. We'll not hold it against <laughs> him. <laughs> um, so, in that time, I was making a lot of music with Eulogy, and then um, Sparview was also um, sending me a lot of different wee beats, and he was kind of making more um, of like the dancey, dance pop. Or like kind of alternative pop kind of mm-hmm. sound and yeah. very interesting very good producer like he's a wee wizard uh, uh, he's a genius like he's yeah. just he needs all his beats are very different and I have a lot of a lot of time for for view. um I don't really work with him too much anymore because he's busy doing his own doing his own <laughs> yeah. thing but um, so I'm gonna check this guy out, out. Do you know what I mean I'm like, away, it. like definitely do definitely do. <laughs> do. seriously um but he just sent me that and I remember sitting on it for months, months and months and just not really like doing much with it, had a few wee ideas and then I remember recording it in my room, just sat down in my room, I had like my interface and all on the end of the bed, like on the wee, what do you call it, like the just the like, end of the, your bed. A had bedside it, like bedside locker balanced. or something, no? <laughs> like everything was just balanced on the end of my bed <laughs> and I was just like, this. And then um, I think that was the first... If I'm not mistaken, that was the first tune that I released that got kind of, like, spot playlisted on mm. Spotify and all. It was on, like, a few of the pop playlists and everything. I thought that was mad because I, I didn't really... Not that I didn't think anything of the song. After I wrote it, I thought, I'm a genius. That's brilliant. And then I kind of just got, like, a wee bit bored of it after it was out and all. And then, <laughs> but, like, still to the day, people say, like, that's the best tune and all. And I'm like why why is that you're the like, best tune like, you're like there's so many others <laughs> yeah, like please please like <laughs> a kind of like how high scary for someone to tell me that my best tune was literally four years ago <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a <laughs>
0: favorite it's personal preference you know it's a, don't listen to it.
1: <laughs> you know and, but like as i said you've
0: released loads of tracks i mean far away for example it's a little bit faster than some of the previous releases that were out was that your first collaboration? With Alicia
1: Yeah, yeah My first With the The tracks I think I've done Made like loads more music Before Before those tracks mm. um, And loads after But that that's the first time I've actually released something With Alicia, yeah
0: And how, how Like how's that going Because you've released something Very recently um, Was it last year as well You know like An EP And you know the, like The voices just complement each other Do you know what I mean It just seems to work And I'm just like I was like, oh, lucky bastards. <laughs> that sounds so good.
1: <laughs> no, it literally happened by accident. Like, we were just making it with eulogy. Because hmm. um, Alicia's, I think Alicia, I'm not sure if what way around it is, but either Alicia's the reason I know eulogy or eulogy is the reason I know Alicia. Okay, I can't, okay. can't remember what way around. So go way back, you know what I mean? And then um, we were just, I think it was like not last year, the year before we were just sitting because Alicia was wanting to kind of um, help with my just like development as an artist mm. she's a brilliant brilliant songwriter mm. and just wanted to make some music so we started making some tunes and then after a while like I think Far Away was maybe the first one we did and then Faucet, then Uno Momento then a few few others and then Love Letters came like way at the end but after about like three of those tracks we were like here we should actually just like, put a wee project together. We should keep going, trying to get a few more tunes because we had like some some that were definitely throat like not coming out. Okay. And we're like, let's get a few more ones and then, um, see how this goes. And it was just happened by accident. And naturally, do you know what I mean? That's the bit for me, that's the best way to do things just go in with no expectation and then just see what happens. And that's usually, especially with Alicia, like how close we are and how well we get on. Mm. Um, It just worked, it just made for and we kind of like we kind of know what's going on in each other's lives as well and like writing the tunes like I'm making them like cohesive was just so easy because we're just so kind of in the know about each other, do you know what I mean? So just it worked really well and I'm all biz, it's my favorite favorite thing I've released so far and I produced, uh, co-produced with I think three of the tracks I think everything but faucet I co-produced. Okay. So that was amazing as well to be have a wee credit on on well, tunes cute. with Alicia and eulogy as well. So I mean love I,
0: you know I was thinking to myself <clears throat> pardon me. I was thinking to myself, you know, I wonder what Becky's favourite is, but it it's lovely that, you know, at the moment, like that's that's your favourite that you've you know, you've come so far as you say, in terms of co-producing, in terms of singing on it, also understanding and and you and least Obviously have a very close relationship Because You obviously understand each other Understand emo- each other's Emotions Feelings And are able to bounce Off each other And create something Like really magic
1: Yeah Yeah Just That's just like One of those things Of that just That's the beauty Of kind of And more as I Because people used to Just kind of message me And be like Can you do this On this tune And mm. I would do it Send it off And it would just Mean nothing to me To be honest yeah. Like absolutely nothing And now I am Kind of like have a bit more, like, I don't know what the word would be, but, like, authority, authority, not authority, That like, tell anyone what to (laughs) do. Just over myself and my own kind of, like, I know exactly what I want and I know how to go about it as well, like, in terms of writing stuff and how I want to approach working with different people. So, and it is very much that, like, I'm not done with, like, sending stuff off to people and having people use my hooks or, like, vocals or whatever, but... Daphne, just far more, far more love for just doing stuff that's like kind of just happens by accident like that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And even yeah. just producing that, I can just go into any room and just sit down and start making, do you know what I mean? So it's not as if I'm waiting for anyone and whatever else. But yeah, it was just one of them moments that happened by accident, literally.
0: with fair play that it's 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 working and it's good and I'm, I'm happy for you, you know. Well, look, I got to. I've asked you I'm going on very serious I'm going on very serious And asking you About your emotions And how things are working And blah 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 blah. I'm going to ask you Some more lighthearted questions Now before I get To do the whole Social media plugs And all such things So First question off the bat If you were a drink Alcohol or or otherwise What would you be For example I'm a pint of Guinness Because um, Americans are fascinated by me I'm very loud I'm odd looking And they A lot of people Just pretend to like me To get me away I
1: think (laughs) (laughs) So oh, it's That's a good one The Guinness one No I need that. Oh, that's not fair You should have given me time to think about it You should have sent me these So I can show everyone how funny I am
0: No no Well look, like, I mean Some people say that um, You know for example Some would have been like a, gla- a glass of milk Because they have a glass of milk Every day oh. of their dinner Which I do for example Um, Some people have said that they okay. are Um, Somebody said recently They were a whiskey sour Because um, they, were, they were strong and better all at the same time or something like that. So it could be just a drink you even like.
1: I think I would be the American Fanta Orange. So When you drink it, it gets a stain on your lips and all. Like it just doesn't yes. go away. Just your and just doesn't go away ever.
0: I love it. I love but it. It's
1: an enjoyable experience while it lasts, but you just wish it would go away after a wee while. You know what I mean?
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, if you had a superpower, what would it be and what would you do with it?
1: Superpower? I would have to be, mm, I was going to say reading minds, but I actually don't think so. I think that's too scary. Mm. I would have to be um, able to just like put anything in my hand. Like if I wanted like, I don't know, a, a certain food, it could just appear in my hand. I like that, that would one. be, Or like anything that's a stupid one either that or I would fly but that's okay. a boring uh, and everyone wants to fly <laughs> I mean, I, mean I,
0: I as a human being, because I eat as much as I humanly possibly can I love the food one if you just really like you know like I have a scone or I have a lasagna
1: <laughs> yes or a million pound or a private jet and it just <laughs> goes up in my <laughs>
0: Um, if you are hungover, what's your go to? So, is it a big Chinese at the end of the evening? Is it don't eat at all? Is it a can of diet coke? Is it, um, you know, is it is it ribs? Is it, you know, is it spuds? Like, is it something <clears throat> random? Is it silly? Is it nothing? What's the crack?
1: It's never a can of diet coke, and so- I'm a coke, like, I'm literally addicted to drinking the drink coke. It can't be saying I'm addicted to Right <laughs> yeah, <was> <laughs> The drink the drink coke do you know what I mean? Mm. so so ultimately addicted to that but um so that i would i think just drinking loads of juice mm. and like no, loads of nice reflection stuff and then yeah, a chinese yeah. it would have to be a chinese and i would probably eat two bites of it <laughs> but it, i would still enjoy it
0: of course i like it i like <laughs> it um right we'll keep
1: rolling on because the, t- the minutes are ticking down um, you can have a date with yes. anybody,
0: living or dead. Who it be? What would you do? Where would you go? It can be romantic. It doesn't have to be romantic. What would be the crack?
1: I would say Trisha Paytas, because I'm just obsessed with Trisha Paytas. Don't know if you know who Trisha. I was Paytas gonna is. say who
0: very briefly. Who's Trisha Paytas?
1: A YouTuber from back. She's been YouTubing from back in the day, and she's okay. just like, you need you need to have a wee. I'm gonna, oh, he's, I'm gonna have this. to
0: go and scope this one out you know what i mean go and find I'll out send videos, yeah, i'll send
1: you some funny videos i'll send you some funny stuff but that's the most funniest person alive so i would definitely be and what was the other was there a second part no, that, what, the last
0: one the last yeah. one is i have a magic ball in front of me you can play any gig in the world you can be supporting you can be headlining what would it be where would it be what would you be doing
1: i think because i was watching last night um Madonna's Super Bowl yeah. performance and yeah. it was literally just so like I feel like all Super Bowl performances are so funny and so like not unserious do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think I also someone told me that you get like you don't get paid, but you get all the production and all is paid for and you can just do whatever you want. So I would be getting Sweet. the modest <laughs> such and such page, like do you know what I mean? I would just be getting all the modest stuff just for the crack. Sweet. And it would Sweet. just be like one big name. and so Super Bowl.
0: I love it I love it that's the, I guess, I've i never heard Zootball like, probably that's my favourite Yeah, <laughs> Becky tell anybody that's listening where they can find your music anything coming up in the next few weeks in terms of gigs all your socials all the usual crack
1: yes um, Becky underscore McNeice on everything I think Instagram and TikTok are my main ones and then Becky McNeice on all streaming platforms that's AICA, not I-A-C-A which people love to be getting wrong. Um, it, actually, I would get that wrong if I was someone else, you know what I mean? But new single coming out on 15th of January because we're anti-Valentine's Day over here. It has to be the day after Valentine's you mean Day. 15th of February? Um, February. Is that
0: what I said? <laughs> January, you said January. February, I
1: February. I'm, I'm sending people back in time to go on listen to this. Anyway, yes, 15th of February and that's that I think that's it that's all my crap these days Not well, much happening
0: here but all than a daily track that's coming out on the day after Valentine's Day because good luck to that fake holiday that's Jackie great. it's been an absolute yeah. pleasure thank you very much indeed
1: thank you very much I appreciate it